This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Mike with you. Thanks for joining this week as we've asked and answered questions about Easter and the resurrection. So, Pastor Michael, here's our question for today. Where did Jesus go after the resurrection? Yesterday, we answered the question, where did he go before the resurrection? Today is, where did he go after? Great question. I have a question for you. Are you going to go to our Good Friday service tonight? I sure am. And I will be at both the 3.30 and 5. I'll think about showing up. (laughs) You better show up or it looks like I'll be preaching. Goodness. Hey, so here's another question. Let's say I've got like a neighbor, a friend, or a family member, and uh, I'm thinking, ah, should I invite them? Like, what would you say to our listening audience if that was going on in their brain? It would be so important just just to invite. And, you know, statistics say if you invite them, they will be receptive regardless of how religious or irreligious they are, mm-hmm. they will be more likely to come to a church service if you say, hey, let's go together. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, we, honestly, I think anybody who's curious about why Jesus had to die on the cross, um, Good Friday services are awesome to get behind the why. That's right. I think there's a lot of people who don't probably understand very clearly what the point of the cross is. And uh, so Good Friday service is a great opportunity just to kind of go deeper and figure that out. Yeah. And listeners, don't forget about Easter service, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. 9.30. Close. Yeah. <laughs> and 11. Yeah. And 11. And 11. Yeah. To our question, where did Jesus go after the resurrection? Well, first, I'm the spirit of God or an angel blew the the the, the tombstone open. Uh, fun <laughs> fun fact: uh, the tombstone it's likely about two tons, which is the size of an adult rhinoceros, or the size of the tongue of a blue whale. Only you would know animal facts. Isn't like that, that crazy? That's insane. So uh, you know he the, the tomb was burst open and uh, Jesus emerges and uh, he actually appeared to a number uh, of people. It's kind of hard to get the order down of who he appeared to when he appeared to some disciples on the road. He appeared to some women. Uh, the big point is this: for forty days, Jesus was appearing to people. That's right. Um, he was eating with people talking with people. Um, He was actually doing weird things like going through walls, it seems. I mean, Mm -hmm. it may sound kind of mystical, but like, let's be honest, God just raised him from the dead. So you'd think there'd be something kind of unique about his body. Um, But his body still had the scars on them. So when he and Thomas, the doubting disciple, um, had a conversation, he was like, you know, touch, touch the wounds, put your hand here, place it inside of it. Like this is real. Mm -hmm. And um, so the people who encountered him, like actually physically were like, whoa, you're real. You're alive. You're human. I saw you dead. I mean, Rome crucified you, which means you were objectively, unequivocally dead. You know, that's right. Um, We saw them pierce your side. We saw water and blood come out, um, communicating clearly that the body had already begun to die. So uh, there are, um, I just think, a, a number of really cool opportunities where people got to actually walk with, talk with, engage with, eat with a resurrected 
Jesus. It would be so cool to do that. It would be so cool. And one day we'll get to. I know. I can't wait. That's going to be great. 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verses 3 to 8. By the way, 1 Corinthians 15 is the resurrection standard chapter. resurrection chapter, the magnum opus on all things resurrection. It's just a whole huge chapter on the why, the what, the when, the how of the resurrection. So here's what Paul says, 1 Corinthians 15. He says, I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That's Good Friday. That's right. That he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. These were all prophesied. This was expected. This was a part of the plan. And that he appeared to Cephas. Pop quiz. Who's Cephas? Peter. Good job. Then to the 12, the 12 disciples. Then he appeared. I love this to more than five hundred brothers at one time. I mean, this is not in totality. Like, this is one instance. One instant. There were 500 people who witnessed this. Now, you can imagine these 500 people, they're going to say, you're not going to believe this. Jesus was dead. Rome killed him. And I saw him talk to him. I watched him do some awesome things. Um, so he appeared to a bunch of people. And it says, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Now, Obviously, this you're reading this 2,000 years later, right. so they're all dead. Um, but at but, the time that it was written, some yes. had already died. But he was saying in this argument, hey, you can go to these people totally. right now and ask them, did you see the resurrected Jesus? And they can testify, yes, they did. Yes, they did. I love that. And then he goes on. It says, then he appeared to James, who is his brother. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest, I think, just verifications of the resurrection and of the deity of Christ is that his brothers, James and Jude, both worship him as God. Let's That's just right. be straight. I'm not going to worship my brother's God. Love you guys. You're amazing. <laughs> but like, I, I grew up with you. I saw how you abused me. <laughs> okay. Um, but his brothers even it says, then he appeared to James and then to all the apostles. Last of all, this is Paul talking. Paul wasn't part of the original 12. He came later. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. What's interesting is that Jesus appeared to Paul after he ascended into heaven. So there were about 40 days where Jesus was alive in his resurrection body, walking around, eating, drinking, doing fun things, engaging people, talking to them, empowering them, giving them the great commission, telling them to go into all the earth, telling them, wait in Jerusalem and in 40 days or whatever, I think it was 40 days, you'd receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus was on a mission. He used this time to validate who he was, to prepare his disciples, to give them a mission, and to tell them to do exactly what he said to do so they could receive the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the mission. And then after this, Jesus ascends into heaven, right? Physically, bodily. So when you think about heaven, is heaven a spiritual place or a physical place? Yes. Yes. Yes to both of those (laughs) answers. It's hard to quantify how that works. So Jesus' physical body ascended into heaven. And then I love this. A couple years later, um, Paul is trying to kill the Christians, and Jesus is a bright, shining light, talks to and reveals himself to the apostle Paul. At the time, he was Saul, then converted and became what we now know as as Paul. Right. Um, But at the end of the day, here's what he's doing. He's showing off. Here's who I am. This is real. And then what happens is the disciples um, now are like, oh, man, like what you were teaching us makes so much more sense. It all starts to make sense now. And so uh, Jesus really used this time to make sense of the past, clarify the present, give them vision for the future, and to empower them and send them off. That's right. 
Listeners, thanks for joining us on this Good Friday podcast. I know where I'm going to be tonight. Do you know where you're going to be, Pastor Michael? I'm going to be preaching. At Village Church of Bartlett on genocide. 30 and 5 p.m. <laughs> and listeners, don't forget you can join us for the Easter service at 8, 9.30, and 11 a.m. on Easter Sunday. Did you even catch my joke? I just went right past me. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be preaching on genocide, just you to be clear, be. on the death of Jesus tonight. Please do us three favors. Go to our church website, vcob.org, and click on that link that says Q&A podcast question and submit your question. Share this podcast with a friend or a family member, co-worker, or as Pastor Michael says, an, an enemy. enemy. Or do us a third favor. Go to the iTunes store and rate and review this podcast. Please join us next time when we ask the question... What is it like to be a pastor's wife? My uh, wife will be joining us next uh, next week on Monday. Actually, she'll be here throughout the whole week. So it'll be a fun, unique perspective on uh, the Q&A podcast. Looking forward to hearing that myself. And so is my wife, Renee.